This is the Fantasy Survivor Podcast. Welcome. Today's episode is brought to you by Applebee's. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know. Your phone's like having an aneurysm? Oh, I accidentally just called the... Applebee's? I hit... You know how you can like do emergency call on your phone? Yes. I accidentally hit emergency call and it started calling this house phone, and I guess that is what. This huh. house phone is what you call in an emergency? You are so. Eighty-one. No, I don't know. Hello. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That <laughs> that was an accident. My bad. Thank you for calling back. Well, I think that's I think that's a metaphor for our podcast episode tonight. Oh my god! Um, so today's podcast, the first half, um, we'll be bringing you. Well, no, we'll be brought to you by myself, John, and Jill, and also a special guest today. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Nancy, and I'm a survivor aholic. How many? Uh, Hi, Nancy. <laughs> I'm not a. Su- I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I have watched every episode. Well, what word would you use then? Like, sort of fan. I am a an. Um, I'm a survivor file. Okay. Because was... I've watched it. I've analyzed it. I've discussed it. I've had snacks that are centered around it. Um, <laughs> But I, I don't like go above and beyond like trying to strategize in the Reddit verse. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't do. I just like. I really like it. And um, I think that's the only thing that we do that you probably don't. But you read enough articles where it probably. I do. I read a lot. I read a lot in depth. I listen to other podcasts. So. Right. On a yeah. scale of zero to Marianne. Where do you think you are? <laughs> Energy level four. Wait, wait, wait. Am I getting colder or hotter? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, if you were to see Mr. Jeff right now, how excited would you be? That's the question. I would say, Jeff, I want you to come over and make you dinner with all the fixings. <laughs> Please. Um, I guess we should just go into it, right? We'll go chronologically, right? So the first thing I think of note is Chanel gets back from that um, tribal last night or the previous episode and uh, who just got voted out uh, Dan Lydia no they just voted out Daniel so this Daniel. oh Daniel yeah. sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode. this is the very it seems like game. such a long time ago I know so they've just voted out Daniel Chanel comes back Mike's like who the heck put my name yeah, down what a vote really mad um, and Chanel looks him dead in the eye she tells him I voted for you I figured if he threw his shot in the dark and you guys didn't decide to vote for me, then I could basically choose to send someone home. Thought you were the biggest threat. That's what's up. They shake hands. Kind of wholesome, actually. Mm-hmm. Probably the best way to go about it from Chanel's angle, right? Couldn't agree more. I mean, you could say that, like, oh, Daniel was the one. I don't know. But uh, I feel like it's pretty easy to figure out. And does it seem like something is missing around camp without Daniel? Yeah, they're not he losing had very little things. to add. <laughs> no. I mean, he, I, I miss him. I thought he was going to go. I mean, he, on paper, had a long way to go. Yeah. 
So this he had is, a lot of character. This is something that we've lately discussed before, though. Is that and I, I also just want to go on record as saying, if anyone had any um, suspicion that Albert Brooks had a love child out there somewhere, it was Daniel. Probably Daniel Strong. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Daniel Brooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. saying that if this was vanilla Survivor, Daniel would be leading a charge. He would be leading the yeah. charges right now. None of the because weird. If we yeah. throw it back to the vote where Jenny goes home, if this were Vanilla Survivor with two idols, Jenny doesn't go home. The only reason Jenny goes home is because of that BS. Yeah, no one else right. Right. No one had a vote. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. So, I do think Daniel was a sad loss as well as Jenny mm-hmm. doing. Oh yeah. Overly complicated Survivor. Yeah. To uh, to put some spice onto that note. Daniel was your player, so of course you'd say that. And Jenny was my player, so of course I would say that. <laughs> but. To be fair, draft a win. Yeah, Dead last. that's fair. <laughs> um, meanwhile, but, Chanel's doing that uh, in the background. Now High is in charge here. Unlikely candidate to be in charge. You know, he's been playing, kind of playing a low-key game up until that vote, and then he really came out strong. But it seemed like it was High's world for that, that, uh, that night. Oh, Roxroy... And Tori have a conversation in which Tori's trying to drag information out of Rox, and he's like, bro, I'm not telling you. Oh, yeah. And right. she's like, well, I just want to know. And he's like, well, I don't care. He said he wasn't telling anybody. And he mm-hmm. didn't. Andrea and Romeo see him saying that. So, like, that reinforces their alliance with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so what is the worst thing that you can do on Survivor when you find an advantage or an idol or anything else yeah. tell the entire tribe yes and what does 99 percent? yes they Marianne, just Marianne remember that oh. <gasps> a couple episodes ago the entire tribe of Yvonne knew mm-hmm. oh no yeah or they'll say like okay I'm gonna tell you this in confidence I have the idol well that that's part of the problem I think with the the three-way shared thing is because it's so I mean as soon as anyone right besides those three knows oh there's these phrases that mm-hmm. you say then that person then knows. And then that every tribe has that. But not everyone knows in the game who the three people So are. why don't they have a, a phrase that is, maybe you guys have talked about this, that's a little closer to being a, a, a phrase that you would actually say. Exactly. Yeah, we have. But maybe, well, maybe that's why where I heard this then. Um, <laughs> but maybe not, you know, it doesn't have to be a crazy thing. Well, that's what I said to, to our last podcast. And I was just about to ask you, like, what you thought about that. Um, David thinks that it should be somewhere in between. That it should be like... Thank God for Applebee's or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like, Jeff, your dimples are looking cute today. That you could, with some skill, weave it in. Because I do like social skill being like this big part of Survivor, and I do think that would be interesting to watch people use their social skill to weave in a phrase. I mean, I've been trying to use Word of the Week every week in this podcast. Current undefeated winner. And it's awful, and I do it poorly every week. So I'd love to see people try to do that. I have watched seasons of other countries Survivor most recently. I've been watching Australian Survivor, which is amazing. And they have never done anything like that. I know this is new on season... um, Drop the four. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Season one and two, because we're dropping the four and keeping the one and the two. Um, But they don't... they, They have not had that, so I can't really compare. But it's... You know what? Life is fine without that thing. Life is also fine without smashing the hourglass, but we'll get to that later. So Tori, I mean, after speaking to Roxroy, now is upset Roxroy, right? 
not only is she down at the bottom of the lineup, now revealed, you know, basically revealed that she's been fake Rasha the whole time, right? She's been like, you know, to the camera winking. Oh uh, yeah, like I'm in an alliance with Rashway for sure. Wink, wink. I know in the in the last episode we noted that there was like a scene in the dark, like mm-hmm. right after tribal, and he was like, and, and Tori said something like, "Yeah, I'm all with you, Rashway," and then like looked to the camera and like, you know, did like the the, the cutthroat yeah, thing, yeah. like no, 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 <laughs> like why, like why? You're right next to him. So even if he didn't pick up on it, now he does. So she, I mean, there's nowhere lower you can go, like socially at least. So infuriating. Well, she's a therapist, so, so she knows. Yeah. With her clients. Um, and then they went to the challenge, mm-hmm. and the uh, pre-merge challenge, yep. in which Jeff has to spend 15 minutes of the episode explaining the twist a second time mm-hmm. to the devout Survivor fans who well, all watched but, the first. Season. But did you like when he turned to? Was that this challenge when he turned to the audience and went, "Here they come." Yeah. yeah. Do you think that was staged? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I never yes, know who saw this. Yes. Yes, because he was just a little. Yes, because the his position and they were like right over his shoulder and they they come marching in and he's like, okay. I've I never see. understood why it's explained twice. You know, explain it to the audience at home, and then don't show the explanation to the, you know, contestants. Because you know what, the why audience at home has already seen it last yeah. season, which the players didn't, and the audience yeah. at home. Hates it yeah. and thinks it sucks. Yeah. So why call attention to it twice? Dramatic why, effect. Why wouldn't you just do the one explanation to the players exactly. and have that be the same explanation as the one to the to the um, audience? No, we're talking about the explanation to the audience and also the explanation to right. the two tribes. I don't understand why they don't just do the explanation to the tribe and have that be like a community lesson to the audience and tribe. Yeah. And just wasted 25 minutes. I would have loved a longer edit where Jonathan picks up that huge ball, puts it on his back, and carries it to the end. Yeah, so yeah. the reuse of that challenge, which I thought was a pretty good challenge, you know, obviously geared toward whoever gets Jonathan wins, right? Huh. But, you know, that's part of the game. He also, I, I thought, did a great job directing them, being like, build a ramp, mm-hmm. and then like... Marianne, that. please put your foot in front of it. <laughs> under it, John. Under yeah, it. Under, under, it. under it. That very heroic scene where he just like runs and jumps up on top of it. That was crazy. Oh my god, that was, awesome. so cool. that was so cool. That was like watching Thor. There's also mm-hmm. a point where he, he runs into the ball to stop it from rolling oh, anymore. Right. Yes. And he just like throws his shoulder into it. It is... I, yeah. You know Even who you know who size, you would not see crazy. doing that? Daniel. Daniel, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> zero shoulder Daniel after that one. You might see his shoulder throwing him at the yeah. That's right. <laughs> um Which I like the challenge. Um Also just like looking at those teams initially. Oh hilariously you unfair. You had to know. Oh my god. Oh my god, you well, can't split up Romeo and Jonathan at this yeah. point. Like, you almost have to, like, take them together. Mm-hmm. It's so just the, too funny. The recap of the teams here. So they, they drew rocks for teams, right? Whoever, you have to win to get the merge, right? And two people who weren't chosen were Rox Roy and who's the other one? Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay, who, you know, Lindsay's 
potentially in a pretty powerful spot too. Mm-hmm. So we will see. But Roxroy is at the end given the decision whether or not, or sorry, someone the on the winning gets, team yes. gets, a, gets mm-hmm. a decision on whether or not whether or not to switch with Roxroy and who gets a reward versus some sort of powerful thing. Which and okay. who they get to send to the exile place. Right, but they well, don't know that. They even the, the, the way they changed it was allowing one of the winning team to go to exile. Yeah, mm-hmm. in their I'm place. I'm shocked that. How do you not see that? Someone didn't do that. How do you not see it? But am I shocked because I already saw last season, so I know you get some kind of power? But they said. They said Rock's like Roy even said. Yeah, and he said three or four times, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" Which was it kind of. Do you think that was strategic, or was he just being a dad? I think it's just repetition because they were tired. I mean, did you see what's her name? Drea. Was it, was it Drea? Yeah. That was the challenge. The losing team, but yeah, yeah. she was. So they were all the, the like order, totally yeah. beat, and mm-hmm. she and she got kicked in the head, which it's crazy. So tell them. But oh, Mike, Mike also saved the day on that on that yeah. team. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well. firefighter. Didn't save hard enough, but yeah, that really was. So, but before before they said, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" The the uh, tribe got together and said, "We pick Lindsay to come with us because she really looks like she needs to go on the reward to eat the Applebee's." Um, With all the fixings. Yeah, the quesadilla burgers and shark bowls. What even are those things? (laughs) Shark bowls have like those candy sharks in them. You know the ones. Oh. They're like gummy sharks. Oh. It's alcoholic. Oh. No, they were real gummy. sharks. It was just next to Jonathan's. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's So is like, that really why they picked her? Was it really just because oh she needs needs some food? No. Oh thank you. She runs over. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kinda curious the strategy there, it's but a huge, in any case uh, strategic move and like there's like no thought into it, it feels like. Especially considering well, I guess maybe orange should have no orange should have sent her to exile because they should have by then figured out that Omar had lost his vote and that they were in the minority. Yeah. And been like, we need her to have the power. Yes. Orange should have thought that through. Which honestly, and I'll get to this, Omar being as smart of a player as he is, could have done it. Should have convinced them. Or as he says he is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know, after this episode did pretty well. I think yeah. he's he, this is yeah, this so, yeah, Omar and Roxroy, I think, really redeem themselves mm. just in terms of their public perception. Mm. Um, okay, so Roxroy at the... Wait, before we go too far, I did want to say that Tori going into this episode looked terrible, terrible spot. During her reward challenge, oh. her trying to make alliances was just her complaining about everyone on her tribe. Yes. And then it cut to her. She's like, totally bad-mouthing yeah. everyone. It cut to a little confessional or whatever the word is, and she was like, this is my strategy. Yeah. I'm really going to air out everything. And it cut back to her being like, I hate Roxroy. I hate Roxroy. Also, I hate Roxroy. Did you know that? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, she was like, Drea has all these idols, which I called, this was my predictor of two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So... I'm getting a goldfish, it seems like, at the end of it whatever like is happening. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, she, I just, and like, no one else was talking either when she was going on and on and on. Was that, do you think that was the edit? Probably. Probably, yeah, because they were all eating. Um, 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 yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> that was he was a, a hungry boy. Kind of gross, uh, to be honest. But. Yes. 
Yeah, it's nothing mm-hmm. grosser than watching somebody like slurp down a wing and I take mean, it out of their mouth like yeah. a plain, oh, pristine, yeah. <laughs> ready. For, uh. He had a good point though, and it cut off to him, and he said that yeah, he's five times the size of an NFL, and he's eating pretty much the same amount. Yeah, I'm sure he's eating a little more, but you can't yeah. you can't antagonize yourself. And he's doing a really good job, so I'm sure he's not stealing all the food. So he makes a good point about needing some calories. Well, also, this is like an interesting dynamic that I don't know that we've super seen in previous seasons because I don't know, like, how many tribes have actually had as little food as they have had. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see a comparison of, like, how many cups of rice each season has had, and I'd like to see a comparison for this season. Yeah. Um, because he gave up power for that. He said that he was considering going to exile because mm-hmm. he was like, I needed power. I'm a big guy. I need a little advantage. Yeah. But he knew that. But is that another play in him trying not to antagonize himself? Once again. Well, no, I think he really needed the food. I think he really needed it. And I was going to say that for the first time, the food outweighed, Hmm. like, an advantage in the game. Yeah, unlimited wings. Those crunchy onion rings. Mm, The loaded brownies. (laughs) The brownie. Everyone going in the I'm not going to be able to finish that. Yeah, what they don't show is then later everyone's throwing up, puking their guts out because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they'll never go to Applebee's again. But they don't say that on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mid uh, mid Jonathan snacking, cuts to Drea, the losing mm-hmm. team sitting sitting together. Drea looking at him and going, "Hmm, I bet you they're gonna have the opportunity to switch it." Just first thing that it says, at least in the edit, like mm-hmm. immediately out of her mouth. It's kind of crazy because that's not a twist that Survivor had previously seen. Right. That's just a not guess. a Survivor character, so that's a crazy guess. Yeah, Drea is pretty impressive for that. Um, and we see Mike and Drea start strategizing with their shared idol. Yeah. They're saying that they two of the shared idols need to go together. Mm-hmm. Who's the third? Marianne? Marianne. Marianne. Yeah, so Marianne's kind of... She's dead, I think. <sighs> Drea's too... Well, is she Drea's too busy? People will vote for her, right? Do you think that? Do you think if she's sitting there in final tribal, people will vote for her? Not people that have been living on. Not unless, <laughs> not unless she's with someone that really screwed somebody over big time. But as we've seen, you can go to the end with someone who's super popular, and even though they've, the players will respect the game of the person who actually played the game well. Um, looking back to season forty-one. I was shocked that um, uh, what was his name didn't get any votes. Erica got. I mean, oh, Xander. Xander. Oh. I oh, was Xander. really surprised. Him. So you just you you. The players, have, you know, they're the insider track. They don't have to watch the edit. They are there. So. Okay, so if Marianne is sitting next to Chanel and Tori, who's winning? Probably. Oh, I was going to say Chanel. I think Tori wins because she's been doing great at challenges. Rock's always sitting on that jury. Yeah. And we know from Ricard, the juries are chatting, which they couldn't previously do. They emphasize that a lot Mm -hmm. in the early seasons, that juries are not allowed to talk to each other about it. But they do. If you see the Ponderosas, they do. you You can't tell people not to do that so yeah um i will say so i'll use the word again meanwhile (laughs) 
you know, it showed the two camps, and then it cuts to Roxroy. <laughs> One of the first things Roxroy says is, you know, it's great out here, puts his legs up, without any children or wife to yes, nag me. with his <laughs> nagging wife back home, which I'm sure, hey, Roxroy, how's that working for you? <laughs> She's really going to be nagging you We're now. We're going to see you on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> back <laughs> Once you're off the, off the island, you'll be back in action. Grayson agrees. Well, they started to give Roxroy a redeeming edit. They did. They did. Yes, I also described the the specs they they talked about. Oh no, I realized that my rock spec comments were unfortunately insensitive. I still think the rock specs is a good joke. Rock specs is a great name, and he should start his line. Yeah, start his line. Should probably sell a couple of them. So the redeeming edit. So this is what I'm thinking about the Roxroy arc. I think that they're building out like a hero villain mm-hmm. thing between him and Tori. Mm. That's why they showed so many edits of them rolling their eyes at each other. That's why they put them on the same tribe. I think they knew they'd butt heads. Yeah. Um, but now you have his backstory and you have that he has a sympathetic um, illness or quality, whatever. He's, he's got a sympathetic uh, story that yeah. that we didn't know before and so yes now you do feel a little a little bad about saying the rock you know. specs mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh. his illness a nagging wife <laughs> yeah she makes me sick yeah <laughs> and they do show you that he built a shelter really that was unreal that, that was, was incredible unreal. he's like okay get to work so you see that he also built the one back at camp he did that by himself he was happy to be out there he was grateful to be out there and um it was nice too to see what he was at looking out at, which was just fantastic, and um, I'm glad that he got to do that. I also think they were looking to turn him around in the merge episode. I don't think that was an accident. I mean, he chose the rock as an accident, but re- regardless, I think they would have given him a redeeming edit in this episode because I think what they're trying to do is make it look like Tori's the one that's making him such a bonkers mm-hmm. butthead. Yeah, when, you know. yeah, he was fine when he was by himself, mm-hmm. speaking to the camera without having to react um, against something that she had been talking to him about. Right. And his, uh, I will say also as a side note, his oh. once again, I mean, going back to back last season, I can't imagine a scenario where where you wouldn't break it. I mean, you're going into merge, so there's all of these relationships you weren't allowed to be there for it, and you get immunity if you do one thing no one can be mad at you what are you gonna do why would you not take it like even if it even if his the hourglass yeah well yeah even if his try you know he had drea and um his other alliance on one and then tori on the other Mm -hmm. side so like he had motive there but even if it was flipped i don't know why he still wouldn't he gets immunity that's just like not smart and also just a side production note that i wondered this last season and i'm wondering it again this season who cleans up the broken glass yeah. on the beach in the sand? The interns, yeah. I guess. The interns I... that are also paid with rice. <laughs> yeah. so. Um, so he gets back. Well, actually, let's talk about what happened on the beach while Rock Rose away. Because mm-hmm. they do sit on the beach. And this enormous horde of people are oh. like, we're in an alliance together now. Yeah, that and they're was... like, we're going to pick one person tomorrow. And they're like, perfect. And they like go about their day, making Chanel feel very uneasy the whole day. Yeah, Tori have... is telling Jonathan she needs him to go. 
Because oh. she's doing Too better space. socially than yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, somehow. <sighs> yeah, that was What smart. a bozo. Um, <laughs> and of course, I don't know how a single one of them wasn't like, well, what's our backup? I just couldn't believe they all looked each other and they were like, yeah, they all looked right. at each other and they said the word eight out loud and were like, that makes sense. Yeah. How many people? There's 12 total, including Roxbury. What's That's happening? ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so then Roxbury comes back, That's smashes the hourglass, and completely ruins everyone's plan. Yes. Yeah. Although, um... They had a plan for both, actually. They did have... Yeah, they did have a plan for both. I will also say, like, not to spoil last season, but... The person who broke the hourglass last season, it was touted until the very end as, like, a big move. And it really isn't. And, like... So another reason why he should have done it, like regardless, mm-hmm. right? Like that wasn't a big move. It was like, hey, do you want immunity? It's like the Monty <laughs> Hall thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the immunity challenge. Immunity ch- well, before that, oh. before we get to that, oh. Drea was talking earlier to Mike about their shared. Um, was it Mike? No, was it, it was Mike. Mm-hmm. about their shared immunity. But Drea is, like, ridiculously stacked. So mm-hmm. she's also in the other um, immunity trio, mm-hmm. right, with Marianne and, and uh, who's the other one? Marianne? Yeah, with the phrases. Oh, the she has, oh, that. She has the amulet and the yeah. immunity, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she gets together with that multiple-person alliance and now is talking them into also working together. So Drea is like unstoppable right now. Mm-hmm. I think. It, I mean, blindsides happen, but she what? She has three things under her belt. I know. Mm-hmm. She even she has more it. idols than there was in the first couple seasons of Survivor. And <laughs> she is pretty good at at keeping secrets. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and before I forget about this too, while, while they're on the beach, kind of strategizing and you know wanting to keep things away from um, Chanel. Like if I'm at work and somebody comes up to me and I don't want to talk to them anymore, I'm just going to say, hey, I got to go spear fishing. Because that seems to work so well. So well. Many times you saw yeah. they're all there. They don't want to talk to um, Chanel. They so obvious. Yes. <laughs> hey, okay. Hi. Hey. Scattering. <laughs> yeah. Want to go spear fishing? Crazy. Okay. But in Jonathan's case, when he says, I, "Do you want? I'm going to go spearfishing," he actually brings fish back. Exactly. Let's talk so about much. that fishing montage. That was yeah. bonkers. Poseidon. Where he almost killed that stingray. Yeah, and then he comes out. He's got like an octopus. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's got all these like things. three fish in one spear. Do uh-huh. you see that? Yeah. Where they like show him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. And then he's like, back to They Daniel. did not have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. The fish wanted to die by his hand. Honestly, what it's an, an honor. honor. Yeah. Those are the most famous fish. <laughs> the <laughs> so <laughs> oh. Okay, so this immunity challenge. This is a hard one. Oh, yeah. I think I'd be terrible at this one. Mm-hmm. It's a classic challenge. Mm-hmm. Tried and true. Um, so we know what to expect. It's almost always the same thing. First couple people, you know. They're just there's always like half of them that can't get anywhere. Then the other half are battling till the very end, and then one person loses it right at the end. Oh, and then they come back. They come back, oh, yes, and then, like, yeah. And then it goes to the person you forgot about that was going so slowly. So Tori happened to be that person, killed it. Well, 
she she I don't think she killed it I think that she they her blocks fell off and she had to start from scratch but so did um I think Lydia got close Jonathan got close a couple times Lindsay yeah Lindsay was close well that was Chuck wrote that upside down eye yeah that was brought out later so the the top eye in immunity if you look at the logo of Survivor, there is a difference between the measurement of the top of the eye and the bottom of it's the eye. It's a bit eye. of a triangle-looking shape. Yes. Trapezoid. It's really just long a, one. the whatever typeface they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Hatch typeface, I think they call it now. No. Um, they call face. it the Mr. Jack font. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably they have Garamond and different so props. Yeah. Probes. 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 So, yeah, so it, it came out later <laughs> after... The, after it aired that yeah so did she really deserve to win well Jeff didn't notice and neither did anybody else yeah I think it's fine you gotta give it to her yeah it's still it's it's the it's letter yeah. if you but what if you had made that mistake because they just said you have to spell it out what if one of the other mo- you spell obvious, it all sideways or something <laughs> I, yeah in the beginning of the challenge she said they all had to be in a right like upright direction mm. oh okay and that's why you saw everyone stacking them backwards before they started. Unless I'm making up this up. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I did want to quickly rewind to something that I forgot to mention about Tori. Uh, Tori trying to spin it like she was trying to give Roxroy power. Oh. And Roxroy being like, okay. And then like immediately smashing the hourglass. Yeah. I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. So funny. Like, I just wish she would just shut up. Just stop talking. Yeah. You'd be in a better spot with oh. everyone. Oh my God. Be a better spot with Roxroy. You'd be in a better spot with everyone who went to our our sponsor for the episode, Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. So that completely destroys. So Tori's immunity. It was kind of funny. It was like Tori being like, "Let's send Roxroy to exile," and then Roxroy being like, "Let's send you to an immunity challenge," and then Tori being like, "I'm immune." Yeah. I just thought that was the funniest thing. You seen thing. The, that meme of like the sniper line yes. in a church? There's like a sniper up in the top rafters aimed at one person, and that person's aimed at someone across the way, and that person, you know, it's a whole line. And they're just alternating Tory, Roxroy, Tory, Roxroy. <laughs> well, there were, there were a lot of, there was like a collective, oh, crap, when she, when she won. She was moved to tears mm. about winning. Mm. Very interesting. So... You gotta give it to her. She had she pretty pretty talented with the challenges so far. She's killed all the puzzles, and that was a pretty physical one, pretty balancey, which we know last season was all balanced. So we mm-hmm. might be seeing a lot more Tori. Mm-hmm. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. A lot of the women who are athletic, um, good balance when it comes to those things. Think of Parvati, mm. um, other cool. people. She had the years. endurance too for those yeah. pull holding onto challenges. Oh, that so one much. was really brutal, like and she so looked hours. so relaxed. Mm-hmm. She was up there like, "Hey, bitch! Like, I feel so relaxed." I was mm-hmm. like, "That's insane." Yeah, people that you do yoga and they just like wrap their legs around, you know, just to. And so I think that um, Tori will be able to do that kind of thing too. If there's if there is something like that, and there always mm-hmm. is, or there's the one where you're holding onto it, kind of looks like stilts, and you have to have your feet. In the bottom, and it gets smaller and smaller. And who always wins those? Jonathan's not going to win it. Well, he's so. a surfer. Yeah, he yeah. has good balance, but he it doesn't balance, matter. But he's he's, I'm sure he has feet that are, you know, yeah. Yeah. a thousand miles wide. Yeah. 
Um, and then, so then you go back to the beach, everyone's scrambling, and Mike and Jonathan, like, dab each other up, and they're like, mm-hmm. did that happen before? Was that before you needed each other? No, that was, that was, that yeah, was they were. Yeah, that was just so adorable. They bonded. That was the cutest little thing. Yeah. I Who knew a Jersey that? guy in a... <laughs> Alabama. In Alabama. There is a little coastline down there, so I guess there's, you know, a little, little surfing it's action. It's about the size of one Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's an inlet. <laughs> um, so, hey, how about Omar? Yes, so Omar realizes he's lost his boat. Which, and he on, tells everyone. Right. He just looks everyone dead in the eye, and he's like, I lost my boat. Which Chanel should be taking yeah, notes. Chanel should be taking notes. Um, but then Drea tells everyone that she has an extra boat, and BB, like, don't worry about it. Don't know why she wasn't just like, you know, eight minus one is still no big deal. <laughs> uh, we'll be okay. Uh, so she shares with everyone, and then she's kind of like, that's a good way to tell them that I'm really into the night. Which actually, not terrible. It's also not really revealing all her cards. Yeah. Because she has so many. Just a again. lot of cards. Yeah. Um. And so now you see this little cutaway of Jonathan looking Omar in the eyes, shaking his hand, and say, this is when I need your boat, because Jonathan's name starts popping up. I forget who rose Jonathan's name in the first place. It was Romeo. Mm-hmm. It was Romeo and <clears throat> yep. Tori, who is an interesting pair, because this is the first time Tori hasn't taken that information and been like, Romeo sent you home again. Wow, we should up for Romeo. She actually was like, we need to get rid of Jonathan. Looks mm-hmm. Jonathan dead in the eyes. Says you're gonna win more immunity challenges than me, and that's why I want you gone. Tori Which is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Tori sucks. She really sucks. Then there's that cute little scene with Omar and Jonathan, and Omar delivers. Mm-hmm. Omar starts whipping. Yep. What did we think of his plan? I think he did a great job. I was surprised. Why were you surprised? Because just because of the way that they show the edit, I thought they're showing us this because they want us to get our hopes up that Jonathan is not going to get voted out. And so I was pleasantly surprised, but but I it was um, it was crafty. Mm. It was crafty. He did what Chanel couldn't. He whipped the oh. boat with no boat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It was impressive. It was impressive. Very impressive. Especially because mm-hmm. everyone knew. Mm. Um. Around this time, we also have Hi and Romeo oh, yeah. going to the beach, you know, talking about their shared struggle. Mm-hmm. We saw um, a little... Mike waving in the background, hilarious. It was supposed <laughs> to be this somber, like, I can finally be myself, and Mike's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a parade float. Yeah. That is also when Jill gets the um, episode name. Uh, the episode name was You Can't Hide on Survivor. Oh, yeah. she can't. And so that goes to Jewel for uh, for Romeo, right? Yeah, so I always wonder, like, when people say things that they're divulging some something about themselves that they've kept secret from family and friends, and I guess maybe you feel you're vulnerable and you're, you know, in a one-on-one with somebody that you consider your friend and a, and a few cameramen. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay... Whatever you think your family back home didn't know, they're going to know now, even if they don't watch the show, because someone is going to tell them. So, you know, on the other hand, you have about six months to prepare them for what they're going to see on TV. It takes so long. Do you guys think that, like, producers force those? That, like, everybody needs a story? 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They do now. They didn't used to. Yeah. But they do now. It feels too produced. Especially the la last season, 41. 40, of course. 40 was oh my God. Um, oh, all oh. the previous winners. Um, so we went from that to no survivor for a while. And then it's like, okay, we got to come back with, you know, people who, who you know, are unsung heroes or sung heroes. Mm -hmm. And so I think... Now, yeah, it's really difficult to um, to point out the people that don't have that. Although there are certainly a few. This, uh, I'm I'm wondering what Tori's story is really, other than, yeah. you know, I mean, she's being a narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one time a sorority said no, so she had to go to her other option. <laughs> being a therapist. Yeah. yeah. Her other sorority. <laughs> yeah. But. I think that's really the only person who didn't, and maybe we just haven't seen it. Like Roxroy, before last week, I would have thought he didn't have a backstory. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, so we, you know, it makes the producers look good that they're, you know, they're they're trying because obviously there were times where the cast was not diverse and the cast would not have tolerated, you know, somebody who was really different from them. I mean, in the past there was one woman who was deaf and she kind of kept that um, on the down low for quite a while through her season because she could read lips and I think she she was a little bit hearing but she had a confessional like let the producers know and then finally said to the tribe mates no yeah. deaf and there was somebody else who had like a a limb missing but was wearing I mean wearing long pants all the time oh. and then they had like an amputee maybe from like the knee down I think so they were able to fake that so yeah, so but there was usually only a few was it people. Like an Arrested Development moment, like <laughs> that's why you always, <laughs> and that's why you don't tell anyone else about that's the idol. Help, <laughs> with, yeah, help with That's why you learn how to build fire before you come out. Like those flooring. Yeah. So I just think that like now we're in the past, you know, gradually it's like. You have somebody uh, like different ages or you know whatever their thing is it makes them a little bit different now you have like almost everybody has something that somebody out there watching can relate to for whatever reason so yeah it's, it's more sensitive i think that's good it's more sensitive but it's also like kind of me just sterile it's predictable it's very predictable it's overproduced and it doesn't i I don't know that I always need a struggle to really like someone. Right. I love Jonathan. I don't know anything struggly about him. He's like, very he's big. He's huge and he's <laughs> nice to everybody. Well, no, he had a story about his family, about how he was treated by his father, I think. Yeah, and the running up the mountain thing, mm -hmm. I guess. But, like, that wasn't anything deep. It wasn't like the Prince of Tides. Yeah. No. So I'm kind of like, I, I don't know, like, you could just do a better job editing the season to make someone likable or not likable or if they're a boring person they're a boring person mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's nothing wrong of, with someone yeah. being boring like not everyone has to be the perfect thing yeah you know so i just i don't know that like entirely identifying with your whatever you feel your story you would tell on survivor is i mean it's a part of your identity for sure but like you're still a trans person you know what i mean like like right. you're still a human being like you still drink orange juice and like waking up in the morning at five and like going for a walk or whatever i think those little things are charming about people and i like to know those little things but 
Yeah. Yeah, like for instance, like if you happen to be a girl soccer coach and you do Tai Chi every morning on the beach. <laughs> yeah. I would love to hear that. Exactly. You know, and you go by coach. That's that's cool too. <laughs> a great hypothetical. Yeah. Um, okay, so but then, or if you're see, a former federal agent, yeah, <laughs> you no. like to wear. But you only mention it sometimes, you know, not all the time. <laughs> and, you, and you're obsessed with Boston Rob, and you wear pink underwear, you know. <laughs> so then you see the high scrambling when he realizes Lydia's name is out there, yeah. and it's a high Omar scramble yeah. off. Lydia, mm-hmm. who he just went to rocks over, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which may or may not have been a good move then, but. I mean, Probably we see him selling himself now. with that. He tells them, yeah. like, when I shake your hand, I'll go to rocks for yeah. you. I've already done it, which David had mentioned previously. Yeah. Is valuable. Mm-hmm. It is valuable. So we see him kind of scramble poorly, in my opinion, because I thought there were a lot of options, and there were a couple of votes for Marianne. That was, was it? Yes. Okay, yes, because it started off, the first vote was for Jonathan. Right. So you can usually bet that the person who gets the first vote, they do that for shock value. Mm. And then they kind of go on. But then, yes, Marianne, when her, when her name was written down, um, you think, okay, we know she has an idol. Is this going to come back to bite her because she didn't play her idol because she used Clueless? Or do you think that if she – do you think she even knew that anybody was gunning for her? Yeah. Do you remember Omar tells her, like – this person is gunning for Omar tells her that someone's gunning for her. He's like, because he's trying to us. get yes, her, and he's like, please don't oh, right, right, this. Right. And she swears the person up. Uh-huh. So she does. Know oh, that's right. Yes, because they fuzzed out the little whatever word. What do you think she said? Shit. You think? I think she said shit. Oh, okay. Um, that's my guess. So Marianne, if you're that's going to come out podcast, to her family. She better be telling her family that she swore. <laughs> Marianne, if you'd like to weigh in on our podcast and you're one of our like. 20 listeners, let us know. <laughs> Please email at Survivor Fantasy Podcast at Applebee's.org. Um, anyways, so the problem is, I think Ty needed to whip those two votes, and he whipped right. that majority, and he would have been fine. Um, and That's a hard swing, though. Is it a hard swing? Who voted the two Marianne's? Does anyone remember? Uh, I don't. It's I don't easy. I will. The crazy one. Was Let, yeah, let's boy. just go to tribal. I don't think anything that was said at tribal was very interesting. I think the votes were really interesting. Yeah. Now talk about Roxroy. Roxroy voted for Lindsay. First that off, was spelled L I N Z E, which was just funny. Botched, completely Complete botched. Complete botch job. Um, but also, did he just not have Lydia's name memorized? He just had the L names messed up? He's like, oh yeah, person, woman. First letter L. Oh my Lindsay. god! I didn't even. That's know what that. I think it is. I mean, what else? It's not like n- no one even said Lindsay, so he must have got. Okay, this is an interesting thing I wanted to talk about. Was when that giant like Goliath alliance was made, the eight person alliance. Mm-hmm. Roxroy was included. The Goliath. The Goliath. I love that. Roxroy was included. Romeo wasn't, which I'm surprised by because Drea and Romeo were tight, hmm. and they split over Jonathan. And I'm shocked that Drea did that. Absolutely shocked. Um, and I'm also surprised that no one told Roxroy to vote for Lydia. What was that? I Like I said, I think that he might have messed it up. Because you didn't oh, even hear no. Lindsay's name anywhere. Where did he get that from? Okay, it was Lydia and Romeo voted for Marianne. Oh. Romeo? Yep. Wasn't right. he gunning for Jonathan? If yeah. he voted Jonathan, can you read out the votes? Yes. Um, okay, so Chanel, she voted for Jonathan. Drea? 
Lydia. Um, Hi and Jonathan also voted for Lydia, as did Lindsay and Marianne. Mike voted for Lydia. Omar didn't vote for anybody. Roxroy voted for Lindsay, however you want to spell that. Um, and Romeo voted for um, Marianne. And then Tori voted for Jonathan. And Lydia voted for Marianne. Okay. So, so if, if Lydia and Romeo had voted Jonathan, we would have been at... Did Jonathan only get one vote? Jonathan, no. Jonathan got two votes. Two votes. From so, from so, two votes John, so two votes. So two votes. So that would have been four votes on Jonathan versus the five for Lydia. Two that we technically have to do. They would have had to put someone in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even really matter. But I was just surprised that they didn't just pick someone and go. It's also really funny to me that, you know, you make this Goliath alliance, the Goliaths. Goliath. Eight on. people. You know, you don't have many options that aren't there. You know, any four of them would have worked. And they still picked someone within the eight. It shows you that that alliance is already gone. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Hi, next episode. He's out. Yeah. I think. I think someone's going to be going for Drea. They better be. Why would they be going for Drea? Drea has every advantage. And they at don't this know point, that, though. Well, the th well, Mike knows the about people, the one. Yeah. Oh. And Mike's tight with people that aren't Drea. Uh, the other people from... Uh, her other shared thing they know about that one and she told about her uh, plus vote so it's all out there somewhere that's a great well I think if we learned anything from this episode it was that the person that wins immunity changes the whole trajectory of where you think it's going to go because I would have thought mm -hmm. Tori was definitely going yeah. but you know I never would have I, I shouldn't really or count her Marianne. out because you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I hope that Marianne's having a nice uh, Easter weekend with her bunnies in her mailbox. <laughs> this is David. I'm going to finish up with points. This week, Jill had a monster week. She scored six points. She is now almost caught up with John with 20 points. John scored a meager two points from Jonathan, which puts him at 21. Jared scored four, putting him at 28. He also lost his first player of Lydia, and I am the only person who still has all their players left. I have three points this week, and I am winning with 30 overall. I will take the chance of final word to shout out Jill for keeping John and his mom on topic. She is a literal saint. Da, 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 da. Goodbye.